0: It's Robin Marshall, America's number one sugar mom. Thank you for subscribing as of late. I've noticed quite a bit. And it's good for the ego and it's good for my soul to see that you are a part of me. really does help and make a big difference. So thank you for that. And um, if you go to the Sugar Mom podcast, all you have to do is click subscribe if you haven't yet. What a great way to start off the year or to close up 2017. You and sugar mom, (laughs) what a pair. I'm in sort of a quandary today because I have so many different things running through my head at the same time that it's hard for me to focus on just one. But the first thing I want to talk about is last week I discussed the fact that my girlfriend lost her husband young You know, we just never know when our time is up and as healthy as we try and be and proactive and eating the right foods and exercising and doing everything that you're supposed to do. We just never know. It's not anything that should make us crazy and never want to leave our house because you can have a heart attack just sitting in your chair watching television. But my girlfriend died this week and that really hits close to home. I honestly believe she was a year younger than me. She had a tremendously positive attitude while going through and suffering with breast cancer. Wonderful children, a wonderful husband, a brother who I was very close with. She was my roommate years and years ago. Feels like a lifetime. These are the moments that I say to myself after surviving ovarian cancer twice There but for the grace of God go me. Why her and not me? Do you ever think that way? Why was I spared and not a little six-year-old with leukemia? None of it gels. None of it computes. I wish somebody had an answer besides God. And, you know, some people believe, some people don't. I'm just one of those people that loves to know the answer, but not necessarily to everything. Like, I love surprises, and I love mysteries. I love things that glitter. I love still feeling little girlish at times. But that one big question in my head is, why not me? Why her? I'm lucky. I consider myself lucky even to have gone through ovarian cancer twice. I still am here. Anyone that survives an illness as catastrophic as cancer is lucky. On the other side of the coin, were we lucky to have it? No. It's all relative, but I feel horribly. It's almost like survivor's guilt, you know, I know you know. I don't want to ramble on about it. I just want to offer my deepest sympathies to her family. And I just want the world to know what a fighter she was. Tremendous. Always with a smile on her face. Very social on Facebook. Uplifting. Always offering good words. Good life choices. Bringing others up. And there she lies. Okay, well, that was the first thing that's on my mind. Not to make light of it at all, because I'm just flipping channels right now, as we used to say. Do you believe that it's possible for your best friend to be the opposite sex and not be in love or not have sex with them? Now, think about this for a second. Do you have or have you ever had a best friend that was of the opposite sex? Many people say it's impossible. You have to have at least slept with that person once. And if the friendship is strong enough and you didn't really like the way the sex was between the two of you, you can maintain that friendship and keep what you had before the sex. What do you think? Have you ever had a non-sexual friendship? I'm thinking back, and I believe I have, and yet I can't remember with who. I think I was always tempted. I always played with fate. I was always that curious girl, always wanted to know if I like him this much as a friend. I wonder if we could take it to the next level, and I just don't remember who doesn't mean I slept with everybody. It just means that any close friend I had, I think I tried it once, at least. But I do have a close friend that I have not done this with. And I've deliberately not done this because I wanted to maintain the friendship and keep it just the way it was. Because selfishly speaking, for me, it was perfect. Perfect. We did a lot of the same things. We laughed at a lot of the silliest things. Went places together. Had fun together. And that's the way I wanted to keep it. I didn't want to ruin the odds or take the risk of ruining something that was making me so happy. So I didn't see what was coming. Or if I did, I just tried to look the other way, but... I guess it didn't work for him. He wanted more. And I mean, this is somebody I've known for a long time. Like, years. So, why was I supposed to see it coming now? We would talk on the phone all the time. Even if we couldn't see each other. But when we could see each other, it was like we'd pick up right where we left off. And yet, it wasn't enough for him All of a sudden, something changed. I don't know if it's because he was getting older. I don't know if it was because I did something. Like, did I say something that whipped his head around and made him look at me backwards? All I know is I couldn't reciprocate. I was devastated after knowing somebody for all that time and then having A decision thrown in your face. You do or you don't. You take me with the addendum and the additions or you don't have me at all because I can't handle it anymore, he said. I said, handle what? And then it just all came out. I've known you for years. I've wanted to be with you for years. I thought eventually you'd come around on your own. And me, Miss Oblivious, I didn't see it coming. I just didn't. I didn't want to. It was simple, easy. Talk on the phone a few times a week. If in town, see each other, have a great time. But no. So here I am, once again, friendless. You know, that kind of friend. Friendless. I have friends but not someone of the opposite sex of that quality. And I feel like maybe it was my fault. What do you do when you do that to somebody unintentionally? How do you make it right? I don't know how. I was hoping maybe you did. If you've been in this situation and one of your closest friends had fallen in love with you and you couldn't reciprocate, what... Do you do? Do you have to walk away out of respect so as not to hurt that person anymore? Or do you fight and try and keep the relationship alive and turn them back to the way they were? Which is probably an impossibility. I don't know. All I know is I miss him. It hurts. It really does. (sighs) Sometimes maybe I just talk too much. I tell people too much. I open up too much. And I think that makes people feel like I'm only talking to them and that who else could I possibly say the things that I say to them and that they are very special to me and that I must be feeling the same way they're feeling just because they don't open as much as I do. But it is that way. I mean, I am telling the truth and I am talking just to him when I was having that conversation. It's not like I was repeating myself. There might be other things that were important in my life that were very personal that I might have talked to my girlfriend about and not him. So being open and honest and sincere and passionate doesn't always act as my friend that personality, those traits get me, I think, in more trouble than not. Because not everybody understands me and the way I am. As my ex-husband said to me when I was, I don't know, 48, Robin, you do realize that the rest of the world doesn't think like you, right? And I looked at him with like the RCA dog head, you know, tilted. And I said, what? What? Why wouldn't they? (laughs) But I was sincere. Like, I'm always thinking five steps ahead. How did I not see this coming? God damn it. It's not easy being me. How about you? On another note, let's move on. I met somebody. I mean, somebody I really like. It's the first time in a long time. I don't know what to do with the relationship, though, because he's one of these kind of guys. Well, I travel a lot. And I said, oh, (laughs) there's my answer. Oh, because I don't want that. I want somebody, you know, that I've mentioned in the past. I want to have a relationship with somebody that I can spend time with, watch TV with, go to the movies, go to a show, maybe spend a weekend with you know, somebody I can count on and that can count on me. But how do you do that with a long distance relationship or someone that's always traveling? And then to put the icing on the cake, he said, that's my life, it's what I do, and I'm not changing. It's the first time I've allowed myself to really feel that there's a possibility of something happening there And he turns out to be like me, not bendable, which, of course, as of late, I've changed. I've been going on trips by myself. I've been looking for people outside of Dallas, which is new for me. I mean, I am trying to alter my patterns. And here I come across somebody that sounds like I did six months ago. You know what happened? It was just the strangest thing. I was a little bit edgy because I just didn't know where I stood with this guy because of how determined he was to not have anybody change him, which of course I don't want to do at all. I just want someone to want me the way I want them, just like my friend. It's just one vicious cycle, not even a circle. It's a cycle. And then once I realized how serious he was, about how he felt and what he can and cannot do and how busy he is. He's a one-man show with this huge company that's doing very well. And he said to me in the middle of our discussion, because I stood up and I put on some music and I brought us a couple drinks, and he says to me, wow, I mean, you're different. You're relaxed. You look totally different. I said, I feel better. And he said, why? I said, because now I know where I stand. I don't like being in limbo, not knowing what my position is in someone's life, whether it be a girlfriend of mine, whether it be the man that was my friend, where I didn't know if we could still be friends or not, being with you, now I know. Nothing is going to come of this relationship except friendship. So what do I have to be nervous about now? You see what I mean? The minute you know where you stand, where you lie in the pattern of that person's life, things are a lot less complicated, and we can relax, let our hair down, and have fun. After the fact, that's when you have to be a little bit contemplative and wonder if you put yourself in the wrong situation. Once again, why we keep making the wrong choices allowing ourselves to dream just a little bit that he might change his mind if we keep quiet, (laughs) which is not one of my strong suits. (laughs) But these are the things that are going on in my life. I also bought this little video thingy called PickBot. And what it allows me to do is put my phone in this little slit on the top And this thing is motorized, so it works with a remote control and will turn to wherever I am if I'm talking. So now I'm offering video conversations of me talking to you, and I'm putting them up on my website. You just have to give me a minute because I'm doing it today. I just have to figure out how. I'm pretty good at that kind of stuff. I've got about three or four of these conversations that I've had just sitting like this by myself, But at least you'll get to look me in the eye while I'm talking to you. And you can find them on my website, sugarmom.net. Sugarmom.net. And the only reason it's .net is because someone got sugarmom.com ahead of me. And that pissed me off. Especially because I own the trademark, sugarmom. You know, come on. How much can one woman take? So anyway, it's sugarmom.net. And then you would click on videos... And if you also want to look, there are blogs that are pretty hilarious. And then there's a whole blog series, which I also did as a podcast a while ago, which you might have heard, called Lemons to Lemonade. And it was about what I went through from day one of finding out I had ovarian cancer until I was cured. And it's a pretty uplifting story. So if you know somebody that's going through that horrific experience, you might want to turn them on to it. It's all at sugarmom.net. Or Sugar Mom Podcast has Lemons to Lemonade, episodes one through six. My point is, I'm having a lot of fun with this video toy. I'm enjoying myself. I'm the queen of (laughs) self-deprecating. Isn't it always more fun to make fun of yourself before somebody else makes fun of you? Come on, you got to own that first. Then you can decide whether you're upset with the person that Attempt the next attempt. <laughs> what else happened this week? You see what I mean? I'm scattered. I'm having a New Year's Eve party for one reason. Well, two. One is I'd like to just somehow get all the people I work with together in one place and have a good time with them. And two, I don't have a date and I did not want to spend New Year's by myself. I know it's being selfish. We will see. But there is plenty of time between now and New Year's Eve. This woman doesn't sit still for too long. And that man just might show up. It's raining in Dallas. A dreary, dreary, rainy day. It has been nonstop raining since last night. My dogs will not go outside. So every time I leave a room, I close it. And there's one carpet in the house, and that's the carpet that takes the most abuse on a rainy day in Dallas. <laughs> I can't be mad at them. They're so tiny. The minute I open the door and I use the dog voice, you know, come on, let's go outside. Come on, you can do it. Well, the two of them run like the wind in the opposite direction, and I'm the one standing outside in the rain. <laughs> I hope you have great plans for the holidays. I am going to spend about five days with my kids and my ex-husband in South Carolina and my dogs, which is always a treat to travel with them. Oh, Mm-mm-mm. you know, you would think they're 13 pounds together. But when you are carrying that over your shoulder through an airport and it's bumping up against you as you're walking, it's just grinding and digging into my shoulder. By the time I get on the plane, I am exhausted. And if you want to see a real sight, watch us at security. (laughs) That was a treat for Thanksgiving. Oh, Lord. You know, you have to take your dogs out of the case to go through the metal detector or whatever the scanner is. Not only did I have two dogs, I have two metal hips. So I'm like dinging and danging all over the place. But when it was time for me to take the dogs out of the cage, one would not come out. (laughs) I struggled. I was sweating. And I don't sweat. I glisten. But I was dripping. I just felt it going down my back. I was a nervous wreck. And these are supposed to be my emotional support dogs. I have a letter. I looked like a hot mess. So one of the uh, guys came up to me and said, ma'am, put the other dog back in the case. I'll take the case, walk across, go into that room over there to your right, and we will pat you down and check out your dogs in there. And I was very grateful to do it. For all I know, I could have told you that story last week. That's how scattered I am right now. I just can't seem to focus. Maybe it's because I'm not working this week. It could be. I'm the whole week off. hear that siren in the background? I hope it doesn't mean somebody's hurt. Not right before the holidays. I'm going to let you go because I've run out of things to discuss or chit-chat about. And that's what I feel this podcast was. Chit-chat. I do hope you have a wonderful holiday. Next week is the 26th. I will be in the Carolinas. I will do my best to do a podcast. If for some reason I forget one of the chords, my mic isn't working, you know, because I'm not in my regular studio, please forgive if I don't. And then I will catch you the following week. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, no matter what holiday you might be celebrating. I wish you nothing but the best because we're friends. And that's what friends do. It's Robin Marshall, click on this subscribe button if you haven't already on iTunes or Podbean or any of them and leave me a message. If you want to talk, you want to come on the air with me, I'd love to have you as a guest. If you have something that you want to discuss and you don't mind talking about it publicly, we don't need to use your name, your city, nothing. We can just have a conversation together and feed off of each other and see what each other believes about the other's opinion. Isn't that what good talk is all about? Write me your email. Tell me your subject. I'll get in touch with you. Robin Marshall Sugarmom at gmail.com is my email address if you'd rather reach me that way. And or write me right there on iTunes in the comment box. Okay? You be safe very safe for this holiday watch out for all those crazy drivers and don't forget to check out my website my videos are going to be up (laughs) sugarmom.net love you much robin marshall sugar mom signing out A Westwood One podcast production.